Okay, friends, welcome back to our second podcast. And we just wanted to welcome a very special guest. Her name is none other than Megan Wickersham. Megan, do you want to introduce yourself really quick for our friends out there? Um, sure. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Megan. Like Kate said, I'm a recent Drexel grad and I work as an engineer in the city. Um, I've been friends with Kate for like two years now from Drexel Focus, and I've had the lovely honor of becoming friends with Maria this year. It's been so fun. So I'm really excited to talk to you guys today about our beautiful Mother Mary. So great to have you. Truly amazing. Okay. So yeah, this week we're talking about Mother Mary and we're very excited about it. All right, great. Thanks so much, Kate. Um, I'll start us in a prayer and then we can jump in to the rest of the content. In the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, may our thoughts, words, and deeds throughout this meeting serve to draw us into an encounter with your Son, Jesus, who became one of us, even as a humble child. Send your Holy Spirit to guide us as we pray and reflect together. May our reflections on the example of the Holy Family give us healing in our past experience as a family, grace to love our own families more fully today, and comfort in the knowledge of your love for us. Amen. In the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Kate, do you want to read the reading from Isaiah today? I would love to do that. For those of you following along, if you'd like to to read um, with us, we're reading from the Revised Standard Version. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> okay, <we're>... Father <laughs> I just had to. Okay, so anyways, we're reading Isaiah 26, uh, verses 1 through 6. In that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. He sets up salvation as walls and bulwarks. Open the gates that the righteous nation, which keeps faith, may enter in. Thou dost keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusts in thee. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. For he has brought low the inhabitants of the height, the lofty city. He lays it low, lays it low to the ground, casts it to the dust, the foot tramples it, the feet of the poor, the steps of the needy. Okay. Amazing. That's so good. Okay, guys, I just like loved the beginning quote this week, um, which I think I told Maria the other day. Yeah, um, yeah. I was like, this is just... It was so funny because I didn't even read it at first. I skimmed right past it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, the the part that really stuck out to me was like the beginning piece and then this one part in the middle. So the beginning part where it says, Mary's not wearied with our littleness and um, another Christ, each one to Mary is her only child. And... Yeah, I think this relates to this reading from Isaiah. Um, 
like yeah the last line where it's talking about um the foot tramples at the feet of the poor the steps of the needy and just how yeah we are just like little children and how mary just like sees us as that and i was especially struck by the part where it's like she sees us each as another christ as one of her children um as her only child i'm just like i've literally never thought about like mary in that way like i've definitely thought about how like to christ we're like yeah. like his only child or whatever or like if you think about like yeah christ like would have died like just for you or yeah. you know th those things but um yeah, never thought about like Mary loving us in that way. Um, and so that was, yeah, that was just cool. And yeah, just like this idea of being like, just like little, little children. And she mm -hmm. like, isn't afraid of like our littleness mm -hmm. and like yeah. our poverty of like, yeah, not, yeah, even like not loving her in the best way or like not loving her son in the best way. And she's like, doesn't, isn't afraid of that and like doesn't shy away from that and I just love that yeah that's so beautiful yeah anything major stick out to you guys this week I actually really what stuck out to me um sister Miriam in I think Tuesday's reflection talks about how like a new baby brings like this joy and hope and it was so beautiful to like see that in action this week. Actually, in my workplace, there are a couple of people who have now been like announcing that their wives are expecting babies and that they're welcoming these children into their family and they're so excited. And it's so fun to see like how the office gets excited for their coworkers and everything. So like that was so beautiful to see like in the real world that brought to life. And then just to, like, continue to read how like yeah Mary loves us in our littleness um and how like she rejoices in and over the light that we are to this world and that quote in, in and of itself can bring us like so much comfort especially like, talking about when you say like Mary loves us in our littleness and that childlike faith and like we feel like we try so hard to grow up, but that childlike faith is so beautiful. And yeah, like children ask really dumb questions and yeah. we can come to Mary in our awkward shame and our dumb questions and all of that and be comforted in knowing the fact that she rejoices in us in that way and that she loves us through all of that. Yeah. yeah, that is so good. And I loved also just like diving more into that like idea of our, our littleness. And um, something that had really struck me about the readings was from Thursday's reading, um, Sister Miriam also says um, about Mary that she is not fearful, avoidant, or anxious about the places of our heart that are painful or shame-inducing. And I was just really praying with that and praying with the day before too, just kind of like about the the woundedness that like I've experienced in my own life. And just, um, yeah, that's been really a prayer for me recently too, of just how, how 
Mary wants to to hold us in those wounded places. I mean, you think of, you know, your mom and uh, I just imagine like the times when I've scraped my knee or whatever. And I, who was the first person that I run to, but my mom and just being able to like go to Mary with like the woundedness and brokenness of our own hearts. Um, and yeah, in, in much a in a much deeper way than just like a scrape on my knee too. Um, and yeah, it's not something that even though it may be shameful to us, she doesn't see it that way. And she's not afraid of getting into the mess of, of our hearts. And so that was something that really, um, yeah, stuck with me this week. Yeah. I was like praying with that a lot too. Just like this idea of like Mary, like coming into like our shameful parts too and um yeah that she isn't like yeah this like idea of like not being afraid um and like and it ties back to like the first thing this is like yeah she's not afraid of like our poverty and like the mistakes we've made and she like doesn't like shy away from that stuff and she like wants us to like come to her with those things um and I just like yeah I love that. Something, yeah, I think that going through like these different meditations and things, like obviously we're reflecting a lot on our own mothers and like our own like areas of woundedness. So it's pretty normal that like stuff is like going to be coming up um, and like places of like hurt and woundedness, but like allowing Mary to bring these to light and it's like yeah bringing these places of hurt isn't so we can like be super pissed off at our mom or like like mom why were you like that but like to in order to heal these places like they need to be like brought to light and like Mary wants to like sit with us there and yeah for me like going into like these places of like woundedness from my mom can like be painful but like knowing that like Mary is there and like wants to heal it and like also yeah like knowing that like Christ is there with me too is always like a comfort to know that like yeah this isn't being brought to light just because like Jesus just wants to like you know rip my heart out it's for there to like be healing brought there and I think that's beautiful so yeah, if any of y'all are feeling these like places of hurt that that's like okay, uh, allow yourself to be there and like let Mary help you. Um yeah. Yeah. I think that I think that's definitely something that um yeah, and maybe maybe it's something like for me um in my own relationship with my mom, I'm the oldest uh sibling and t- like Maybe it's not for like in every family, but I've seen a pattern of the oldest having a little bit more of a a sandpaper type of relationship with your parents. And like if you're the like the man, maybe it's with your father and if it's if you're a woman, then it's like sometimes more so with your mom. And that was definitely the case for me growing up. I think we butted heads a lot. And not to say that 
none of it came out of a place of love. I was actually talking to a friend last night about this and, and how, yeah, our moms, both of us are Hispanic and very strong willed. And so we both grew up pretty much the same way, Hispanic and strong willed. And so, um, yeah, I think that in a lot of ways, that's been such a blessing for me um, because I definitely feel like I know how to stand my ground now. And I'm so thankful for that for my mom. And I will never, um, yeah, I'll, I'll never be able to like repay her for, for that and um, just the lessons that she's given me in that way. But I think that in some ways it it has been hurtful for our relationship because when you have two people that really want to stand their ground and they're on the opposite sides. Um, yeah, it was just, I saw the effects that it had when, you know, we're driving to school and the two of us are yelling at each other and my siblings are in the back seat crying because they don't want to see us fighting. And, and so it's like little things like that where, you know, you don't really realize in the moment, I think, like the effects that 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 might have, especially, you know, be me being a dramatic teenager probably didn't help all that much. But yeah, I think that there's a lot of ways that our our parents do things for us, especially like our moms, they do things for us out of love. Um, but in that love is just kind of uh yeah, skewed maybe the way the action is maybe skewed a little bit. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but I think you're making sense. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I agree. That's so beautiful too. Um, I feel like as we're talking, like these two different points like come to mind. But first, it's like I feel like coming back to that language of like Mary isn't fearful and like yeah bringing the hurt that we experience from our family can be very scary to anyone because like it's your family you love them you don't really want to talk bad about them so it's like well who do you bring that to like who do you reveal that to as well like everyone wants to look like their family's perfect but we're all human and it's really inevitable that we all will have an experience hurt from within our family at some point so it's so beautiful to go back to that language that like Mary isn't fearful to hear that hurt and to sit with us in that hurt. So like a mirror reflection, we also shouldn't be fearful to bring that to Mary and to sit in that pain with her because you don't have to worry about, well, who's Mary going to run and tell that me and my mom aren't getting along. Like she's, <laughs> you know, like she's yeah. there for you and she wants to sit with you in that. And there's honestly nothing that she can't relate to. Like she was a mother herself and a mother at a very young age. And she had such courage throughout all of her time being a mother and experiencing such pain and sorrow in and of herself that there's really no pain and sorrow we can't bring to her that she won't relate to. Um, and then I feel like going another point that kept coming to my mind was going kind of all the way back to the first conversation Kate started but like how Mary views us like as her only child and I feel like anyone who comes from a family with siblings can I mean I don't know you might relate you might not but I feel like at some point in our lives 
there is some part of us that yearns to be an only child. Either if we're fighting with our siblings, we don't really get along, or we just generally want the attention of our parents more. But how Mary fills that void for us, and she's there for that. But also, like, I feel like a lot of the times when we say, like, only child, it has a bit of a negative and, like, an entitlement, like, complex to it. But the reverse of it is, like, Mary doesn't look at us as her only child because she feels like we're entitled or she feels that we deserve more or to be, like, held to a higher pedestal. But in reality, it's her intentionality and her how specific she is with us and how she wants to know us on a level of littleness and of childlike that's so beautiful and it's because we're human therefore we need that like one-on-one to be healed and to be seen and to feel like Mary's love for us um because we are broken and we aren't good in a sense that um yeah that intentionality is so beautiful and so specific that yeah we definitely need it and it's not to make us feel like we're any better than others but it's yeah to help us more than anything yeah that's so good you kind of just popped off there I'm not even gonna lie about it yeah (laughs) I was about to say I don't know if any of that made sense (laughs) no I think that's so good and I think something else that sister Miriam like addresses a little bit more on Friday and Saturday is the yeah the idea that like to acknowledge two things one is that yeah maybe like you have an incredible relationship with your mom and it's not like you shouldn't feel pressure to like try to find fault I think and I think that that might be a temptation too and so I think like yeah if you have a great relationship with your mother like Praise the Lord. Like that is is incredible. And that allows you to be able to actually unite the love that your mom has for you to the to the love that like Mary desires to have for you as well. And like be able to speak into that on on an incredible level. And then secondly, um, yeah, like if if that isn't the case for you and you you may have more of a broken relationship with your mom or or the circumstances uh are different and and maybe yeah you you don't know your biological mother or you were adopted or or maybe you um yeah like didn't grow up with a mom um yeah like those are all like really hard and i think that it's okay to acknowledge that and it's okay to to sit in like the um the lack there with Mary and if that is if that is the case for you um yeah know that Mary wants to fill that place in your heart and I think that yeah if your mom is the one that it that you might have a broken relationship with know that like maybe or not maybe because we're all human, she also has a mother too. And yeah, like the the brokenness that we have is unfortunately by our, our human nature, like passed on. And so most likely like the hurt that that you're feeling is firstly because she was hurt first in her own life. And so to acknowledge like that, 
that sad fact as well is that yeah our our mothers are also mothered by someone and maybe maybe that relationship wasn't good either so yeah those are just I guess a couple concluding thoughts <laughs> yes yeah and, I feel like sorry no go ahead I feel like something that sticks out from that is like I have a great relationship with my mother and I'm so blessed for that and it's so beautiful and I know they get something that helps me know Mary a lot more as my mother because I can see and relate different ways that my mother my earthly mother treats me that like I can then take that unconditional love and apply it to Mary as my heavenly mother but also like and that's something that I definitely want to pass down to my children but also knowing that like if you don't experience that love from your earthly mother like that might be something that their mother didn't show them but that is something that you can then like learn from Mary as our Heavenly Mother and be able to pass down to your children and in such a beautiful way then in what more of a beautiful way I mean than learning from our Heavenly Mother so it's so beautiful to know that you can like kind of break that cycle in a sense and Mary gives us such beautiful gifts and as women to be able to pass down to our children and hopefully one day our daughters as well yeah that's a really great point I love that. Yeah, and like, yeah, just a couple more final thoughts. Just like, um, to like, yeah, thank, to like be able to like thank Mary and like thank God for like the gift of our mothers, um, even in like their woundedness, like their like gifts that they have given us and like the sacrifices that they have made for us. Um, Because, yeah, we always like need like, yeah, as much as like we are, can be like, yeah, looking at, like, the pain that um, they've caused in some ways, and, like, again, because of, like, their own brokenness, but, like, also to, like, rejoice and, like, thank um, for, like, the beautiful things that they've done for us, and, like, the things you love about your mother, and, like, kind of what Megan's saying, like, the gifts you want to, like, pass down to your children that your mother has given you. Um, Yeah, that's beautiful. Okay, so just a a challenge kind of going off of uh, going off of this idea of gratitude i want to challenge everyone to write and send a letter of gratitude to your mother or a mother figure in your life or compose a prayer of thanks to mary the blessed mother so all of these are are pretty uh vulnerable I think options so yeah I think just don't be afraid of of being vulnerable in that um Kate do you want to close this in prayer absolutely okay you know the father son holy spirit amen heavenly father as we look within ourselves and reflect on our relationships with our mothers and our relationship with our blessed mother thank you for the reminder of your love and faithfulness Thank you for giving us a heavenly mother who cares deeply for us in our littleness and finds joy in our uniqueness. Transform our hearts with humility, gratitude, forgiveness, and hope so that we can grow ever closer to you and your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, Amen. Son, Amen. All right, guys. We'll, we'll see you next time. Well, yeah. I guess we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for journeying along with us. This is the second week, I guess. But yeah, 
Thank you for sticking around and your commitment and vulnerability during this Advent season. All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. <laughs>